Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome into this Quotable Monday. The quote I'm going to feature today on this Monday is mine. Well, it's somewhat mine. It's a conglomeration of different things. But I always say at the end of every episode, follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure. I recently had a conversation with a client and after going through our, our process, our session, at the end, I kind of tied it all together by restating what I say at the end of every episode. And she replied to me that she's listened to that quote, that phrasing, hundreds of times, almost 200 times. She's listened to virtually every episode, feather in her cap. But she said in that moment, she heard it in a new way. It made it more real to her. And I realized, perhaps, in me saying it, the meaning of it doesn't really come across. And so I'm going to go a little more in-depth on every one of the things I say at the end of every episode. So the first thing I say is I'm urging you, I'm not telling you, I'm not coercing you, but I'm urging you to follow your bliss. And what does that mean? That actually comes from Joseph Campbell, mythologist Joseph Campbell. And he said this, If you follow your bliss, you put yourself on a kind of track that has been there all the while, waiting for you. And that life that you ought to be living is the one you are living. Follow your bliss, and don't be afraid, and the doors will open where you did not know were going to be there. This is where it brings in synchronicity. The idea of doors appearing, where once before there were only walls, talks all about the support that the universe has your back when you follow your bliss, when you live your life from inner direction. You see, following your bliss is a very individualized and personal journey. When you follow your bliss, you're living from your heart. You're living from your intuition. You're aligned and connected to what matters most for you and engaging in activities and circumstances which are only a hell yes for you If it's not a hell yes, then you bow out. It's not your bliss. It's not your joy. So when you follow your bliss, doors appear where there were once only walls. And this is one other thing that Joseph Campbell had to say about following your bliss. People say that what we're all seeking is a meaning for life. He said, I don't think that's what we're really seeking at all. I think that what we're seeking is an experience of being alive so that our life experiences on the purely physical plane will have resonances with our own innermost being and reality so that we actually feel the rapture of being alive. This is following your bliss. Because Campbell found in studying myths all over the world that when you can find inside where there's joy, the joy will burn out the pain. And so what do I say next? Follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. This is living your life guided by your intuitive guidance, your internal guidance system. 
your intuition will not lead you astray. Now, part of the journey is figuring out what is intuitive guidance, what is intuitive communication. That's part of the epic adventure, which I'll expand upon a little bit. But by living your life from inner signals, you are following your intuition and not your rational mind. And many times our rational mind can easily lay out a course, can look where people have gone before and create a path for yourself. But if you can see every step of your path, and this is why, you know, driven by the fear of the rational mind, because it doesn't like to necessarily wing it. Your intuitive guidance is essentially telling you when to turn left, when to turn right, when to stop, move forward, backwards. It's basically as you go. But the rational mind has a certain amount of fear. Your ego has a certain amount of fear. It wants to know all the details. It wants to know every step of the path. But if you can see every step of the path, it's probably not your path. You see, there is a path there, but it may not be your path. So how do you find your path? This is where I refer to the poem by Robert Frost. The road not taken. It begins like this. Two roads diverge into a yellow wood. And sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent into the undergrowth. And then I took the other, just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted, where? Though for the passing there, had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged into a wood, and I... I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Recently, I was asked a question by a listener about their spiritual path, and they were talking about how things have opened up for them, all the things that they were looking at studying, and wanted to know if I had any input. Well, looking at the things that she wanted to study, it was a laundry list of certifications and trainings, and I said... Why don't you just take the current one that you're invested in, the intuition course? And then at the end of that, decipher for yourself what might be next. Consider that all the answers you require, all the answers you're seeking, are within you. At the center of your being, you know what you want, you know who you are, you know what the next path is. Lean into that inner knowing And for a while, suspend the need, the want, to try and figure it out. You see, much of the spiritual path is akin to following a breadcrumb trail, like Hansel and Gretel through the forest. You just follow the breadcrumbs, one breadcrumb after another. The universe is kind of throwing them out before you. And your path may change along the way based on new decisions, new choices, new epiphanies. So the spiritual path occurs something like this. Somebody might suggest a book to you, and it sounds really fascinating, and you kind of file it away. 
Three or four days later, somebody else mentions the same book. And then the universe, realizing you're not yet getting the message, you'll hear a third time about this book. And then you realize, maybe I should read this book. And then in reading this book, it opens you up to a couple new ideas, which opens you up to the next breadcrumb, which you would not have been ready for had you not read the book or had the conversation or taken that trip or had that experience. See, many times the universe is preparing us for our next step, for the next level. And we don't necessarily know all the steps prior to that reading of the book. Had we known it, we might not have read the book. We might have skipped the book and missed out on an important lesson. And so, follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed. Being inner-directed means living your life from your own authenticity. To thine own self be true, and so it shall follow, as the night the day Thou canst be false to any man, especially yourself. And so when you live your life from this inner knowing, you're not swayed or influenced by the expectations or wants or needs of other people. You don't seek that outside validation. You live your life from inner direction. Because sometimes, especially if you're taking the road less traveled, Everyone else is saying, don't go that way. That's, not, that's silly. What are you doing that? I don't see where that's going to work out for you. But you have this knowing inside. You're coming and operating from this inner direction. And when you can be true to yourself, true to that inner voice, then life unfolds like magic. And then when you follow your bliss, when you live from what matters most, what are your highest priorities of life, Figuring out who are you in relationship to the world. How do you choose to interact with the universe? How do you choose to interact with reality? Well, figuring it out and taking the detours, stumbling, falling down, and picking yourself back up. This is the epic adventure. It is a privilege to be you. It is a privilege to live your life. It is an opportunity to expand your consciousness, to actually expand the consciousness of the universe, which lives through you. And when you're conscious, when you're consciously aware in making choices, when you are mastering your mind and you're calling up the unconscious into conscious awareness, choosing it, consciously choosing your life, choosing your responses then your life is not ordinary. It is extraordinary. It's not small. It is epic. Now, it may not impact thousands and thousands of people, but it just needs to be your epic adventure with the broken roads and the smooth roads, the byways and the detours. It is not a destination. It's not somewhere you're going to arrive to. The journey itself is the adventure. Figuring out who you are, choosing to be who you are, regardless of your past, regardless of your past programming, living your life from inner signals, being intentional about your life. What is your self-identity? Who are you being? 
from moment to moment. That is the epic adventure. So, my friend, I'll say it one more time. And as you listen to it, I'm hoping it means something a little bit different to you, has a little bit more resonance, is a little more powerful than when you've heard it before. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner directed as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 